things cannot be long hidden. The sun, the moon, and the truth. So tonight, the truth is going to be unfiltered and full of flavor. Please welcome Dana McCool and Eric Ramundo, bringing you the smoking truth. Friday, Miss Dana McCool. Eric, welcome back. I know it's been a little, a little hiatus. I've been a little busy with uh, Tally this year. They're uh, running us like every day of the week. Like they're running us into the ground. Yeah, I feel your pain. Uh, so uh, you know the free state of Florida is still doing well, but I, I feel, but I feel your pain. I know that. I feel your pain too. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we just spent a traditional like 20 minutes in the private lounge and yeah. I was getting baited because I, uh, today is a very special day. Yes, it is. It is. Uh, we have with us former state rep, will always be a state rep, Elizabeth Federhoff with us today. Good welcome. Afternoon. Welcome, Elizabeth. Thank How you are for you? Having me. Yeah. Uh, I'm good, you know. Uh, just. Living the dream. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. And uh, I have a storied, um, well, at least on my side, a storied affair with Ms. Federhoff. Okay, yep. Um, I used to give her a lot of crap mm. in, uh, in, like, on my side of the road. Right? It's like a running theme for you. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get everybody shit first. And, and then yeah, exactly. Before I, before I make nice with them. <laughs> yeah. When I need something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And you yeah. Came, I must say, you came through, too. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, and that's probably been a year ago, and um, I have um, I, I have since then gained a lot of respect for Elizabeth um, because we have worked through some stuff together, some storm stuff. She was there for the city of Deltona, um, working on getting us equipment that we needed during the hurricanes, um, and um, has been a good friend to uh, women's issues uh, in her not only in her district but for the state of Florida. Uh, and kids' issues, and I commend you for your work that you do, and you still continue to advocate for, and I know that I can call on you at any time, and I do still, so. Of course. Thank you very much, and so that's, you know, yeah. that's another Republican I like. Uh, listen, you know? I've been going oh, on. Oh, that's like three of us, right? Yeah, yeah. all three of you. <laughs> well, <laughs> according to the Democratic Party, I only have Republican yeah, friends. Yeah, it's uh, William Shell, Elizabeth, and yeah, me, that's yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> Gary Cruz is my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, four. Yeah. 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 Oh, 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 the bullshiggity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, you've been getting on pretty good terms with him lately i'm a little it makes me nervous sometimes well, uh, when i call bullshiggity <laughs> yeah, bull, yeah. Hey, this is me i call him sharon they changed my treatment he said oh now baby girl you know i'm up here working <laughs> i just saw him this week he's like how's miss dana doing i said she's doing all right sir so yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. <laughs> hey listen let's do our house keeping really really quick here today who's your lover my lover so before we get on to all the youtube stuff the lover is dedication which is uh this is abano this is something that i found upstairs at cigar hustler thank you to the team at cigar hustler they're a great bunch of individuals as always um, they were actually getting ready to raffle something off, and I saw like, this whole lineup. Um, oh, gee. Sir, who's, uh, who's the maker of? All Saints Cigars. All Saints Cigars. So there you go. And uh, actually, I'm enjoying it. So. Uh, and what is the big uh, machine gun up there they're raffling off? It's a JTS 12-gauge semi-automatic shotgun. God bless America. I love yeah. this place. I love this country. I love this country. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. Look at that face. He's like, hey, I'm about to fuck you up, Eric. I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> go ahead. I wasn't saying anything. 
Listen, I'm a big proponent of, of Second Amendment rights, okay? Let's just put that on the fucking books. All I right. come from the state of Georgia, the that beautiful state of Georgia, where they hunt anything that is fucking walking on four legs <laughs> or flying, That's okay? So let me just tell you that. I'm used to that. It's not about that. It's just that we have a lot of criminally insane fucking people, and we should all agree on checks and balances when it comes to gun ownership, will, for fuck's sake. I will say this. I will say it a bare minimum. Are you carrying right now? You got your piece? Uh, no, now I'm, that you I'm don't not. have to have a fucking permit for it. Pew, pew. Everybody, thank, pew, pews for all. Thank God for that. I will say this. That yeah, so let's, I want to put the, I want to set the record straight. I do that sometimes to bait Dana a little bit, Fuck but yeah. I know she's, I know she, she, listen, she's a proponent of the second amendment. We may slightly disagree on certain things, but, uh, but she's a proponent of the second amendment. Where so. are you at, Elizabeth, with that? Are you, tell me. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Look at that. No, no, no. I'm I sorry, this is, you know, a podcast. Maybe you can't see my face. Come on. Yeah. Seriously? No, do you do, no, what I'm asking you, do you carry? I do not carry, but I do have my concealed weapons permit. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you carry? Oh, no, sorry. Just, I just don't at this time. No. Okay. I, I don't have the right piece to carry, I feel, and I'm uh, working on it. So. Okay. All right. Yeah. Fucking yeah. pew pew for all. You know, yeah. one day, maybe, maybe one day she's lucky, she'll walk around with a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> Two of them. I'm going to win the one upstairs. One for each Like all the Schwarzenegger from Terminator, one in each arm. But you go, Elizabeth. <laughs> I ain't come down here with my damn holster walking bow-legged. I'm going to have pieces so big of me walking bow-legged coming in here. Oh, <laughs> all right. <man>. All right. <laughs> Yeah. Before we go any further, folks. All right, don't forget YouTube. Wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> so I am trying to get over a little something for last week. It's, oh, I'm sorry. The lover. Go ahead. The fake lover. Uh, <laughs> lover 2.0. I have my my fake blow up lover. <laughs> yeah. I have line of duty FNG and Miss Federhoff. What are you smoking today? So I have uh, one of my favorites. I don't know anything about it other than it's a Hamlet Liberation, and uh, I actually know Hamlet. Great guy, uh, works under Rocky Patel. Love this cigar. Awesome, good. And um, he's a great guy down in Naples. If oh. you're in that area, let me know and I'll hook you up. But, awesome. Um, uh, yeah, it's a great cigar, great smoke, goes all the way. And uh, I'm looking forward to smoking it this afternoon. Awesome. Well, darling, here, you get fired away as Thank we finish you. doing our Either we can get a torch or you can use Elvis if you got she your own fire. She got a torch, oh, I know. Oh. What are you fucking around with? I'm yeah, bringing the big guns. Yeah, yeah in I, here. I know. I, I know. You brought the big guns in today. <laughs> All right, folks. Don't forget. Please follow us on YouTube at the Smoke and Truth um, uh, on YouTube because that's where you're going to get a lot of our content. Plus, mm -hmm. you can also go ahead. Don't forget to like and smash the notification button. Hit the like button. Whatever it is you're going to do, you got to listen, folks. We know you want to listen to us, so go ahead on that one-hour drive. Just listen. You'll get some good content. We are going to try and make sure we get some folks. From around the county a little bit more. We're, we're trying to push in the east side. I want I'm Randy Cadenhead here. I'm hearing, too, that we may get somebody from Seminole in the near future. We'll see what happens. I'm working on it with uh, with someone else with Boots. Lee He's Constantine? Me, no, no, no. Someone with Boots. Someone who's been on, someone who's been on with them before. Have you worked on she, my thing yet? Listen, he's, listen. Yeah. Eric, you're stumbling here. No. You are falling off the pedestal that I have placed. Your buddy I'm, I'm from Brevard? Your buddy from Brevard? No, I'm glad. No, <laughs> no I'm, glad well, you I'm, awesome. glad, I'm glad you think it's that easy to get an incoming speaker who's like running the, running around the state doing a bunch of different things, but it's not as always as easy as you think. However, but I will I have say this. cancer. Next time, I know, but next, when I, I'm going to try to find out the next time he's in the general area so we can try and catch it. If not, we got to figure out a way to get the whole phone hookup thing. Well, he's got so, that. Yeah. It's already, it's already a done yeah? thing. All yeah. Right, so let me see, let me see what we can do from there that okay. said youtube folks don't forget spotify mm -hmm. apple uh, podbean all the other good podcast places you can catch us out on, as well and you get the notification you sign up and then uh, don't forget to follow us on facebook at the smoking truth podcast and then you can catch us on twitter at true smoking uh and then you got the uh, email which 
we you know look the Gonzo at uh, Smoking Live is uh, or Smoking Truth Live is out there. But you know, folks, uh, we get it. You want to be, you don't always want to know or want us to know who's who. So if you want need to call us in or text me and Danny, you can you know by all means do that as well. So now that we're done with all that chicanery, <laughs> let's get on with the uh, guest of the hour and whatever else you want to bring up because man, it's been it's been a great. Month. Yeah, Elizabeth, <laughs> take it away. Is there any burning issue in your heart here, bringing you on? I mean, you really know where all the skeletons are. You could, uh, you no, could enlighten us. We don't have enough time for that. Yeah. Pick your favorite. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm excited about what's actually going on in Tallahassee right now. Sorry, I can't be up there, but uh, they're they're doing some interesting things. Second Amendment issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm actually really excited that we're finally giving uh, 18 to 20 year olds their uh, their right to bear arms back which we took away a few years ago. Yep, I remember. Um, That's a a big deal for me. That's been something that I've been bringing up and hoping that they would take care of. I don't think it's right. You can serve in the military. You should be able to to protect yourself. So to that point, and I've had, and so I, and I knew that she was going to go there because Elizabeth is a prior, um, she's prior military. She's army. And what I'll just say is this, this has been my challenge in this country. We got to figure out what that age of adulthood is. Now, some will argue that today's 18 year olds are not like they were 40 years ago. And Mm -hmm. I, and I understand that I get that argument. I really do. But my point is if you, if our country can say you can go in at 18. Now I've talked to my dad about this. My dad goes, well, and my dad's a gun owner. We've always had guns in our house our whole lives. And my dad's like, look, I I get the whole 18 to 21. He said, look, the the mindset is different. You know, by the time I was 18 in the 1970s, 1960s and 70s, he's like, look, I was, you know, a man out my own going to work here and there. And that was it. Today's 18 year olds a little bit different. Um, And he just, he goes, I just don't know if 18 year olds are mature enough. And in the military, it's a much more controlled environment than just being out here. Now that's a good argument to make. I'm not saying that. That said, we got to make a determination in this country, what's the right age, 18 or 21? Because we're, we're sending so many mixed mi- uh, signals about, you know, well, you can vote at 18, but you can't buy a weapon until you're 21. You can do this at 18, but you can't do this until 21. I just think it sends a lot of mixed uh, messages. I say, if we're going to go 18, let's go 18 all the way. If you want to make it 21, go make it 21. I just think that the military is going to find it hard <laughs> to keep individuals in if they go to 21 because they have to catch them all right out of high school so yeah yeah that's true. but anyways so anyways go ahead elizabeth i'm with you on that one though. yeah now i you know excited about them working on that there there's a few other issues i don't know that we really want to touch on but uh, oh we know, do want to uh, touch all over them <laughs> we want to touch and handle them all uh, over you know i just uh you know i'm glad to see that these some of these things are, are happening and of course you know with a, a republican uh, majority up there they're able to get some things done and and now with a what super majority they're you know they don't even have to ask the democrats if they want to show up they basically just get it done which you know honestly there needs to be a little bit of balance i hate to say that but you know there does need to be that little check and balance and listening to the other side and i hope they're doing that i hope that they are uh the american sure that they're balancing what they're passing up there because that makes a big difference we uh we represent the you know state of florida and we need to make sure everybody's represented up there Yeah. yeah let's talk about this Let's talk about these things right here. I want to talk about, again, divisiveness. So let's just go there. HBO 031, partisan elections for members of district school boards. Uh, I will tell you that this is the same, and, and, you know, obviously Elizabeth can make her, she can make her own commentary on that, but I'll just tell you the sponsor of the bill in the House, Spencer Roach, said it best. He says, look, folks, let's not deny the fact that these elections are already partisan. Most times when you walk up to a door and you're door knocking, first thing most people ask, are you a Republican or Democrat? 
if you're a Democrat, you know, you walk into a Democrat household, it's the first thing they're asking. If you're a Republican, so they're already there. I guess it's just a little bit lifting the veil. I understand the argument you're making, and I get it, and I and I don't want, and I hate over-politicizing everything, and I feel like that's where we're going a little Too by little. Too but, but the reality Tallahassee is- Tallahassee has done a really good fucking job at that, with Ron DeSantis sticking his nose into fucking elections here, to which I want to bring up the school board elections here, okay, had a hard-working man, Ruben Cologne. Okay, works his ass off for the kids of Volusia County. Yeah. Okay. Ron DeSantis doesn't know him from fucking Adam's house cat, but yet he endorses Fred do nothing for eight fucking years, Lowry, and panty sniffing fucking whatever the fuck she is, Jesse Thompson, over people that have, get, and now they're going after Anita Burnett. Yeah. People that actually work for the fucking school district. And he stuck his nose into it, and what he did was he pierced the last veil that we have for protecting local government from partisanship. You don't get shit done that way. Oh, it's, it's been fucked. Miss Federhoff? <laughs> I don't have a problem with them. Uh, I mean, basically, you know, you can already look up if they're Republican, Democrat. If, if they don't want to pick a side, then, you know, register as an independent. It's I the, mean, honestly. It's the, it's, the, it's the point of the matter. The point of the matter is that you should have a bastion free from, and education should be one of those. No, I, I think the voters need to know where you're going to stand on issues. I want to know when I'm electing an individual to a position, especially one. I don't think gonna... that's a clear picture. I don't think that's a clear picture. Take me. I'm a Democrat. Mm -hmm. I'm fiscally conservative. I lean Republican on some of these issues. For social issues, mm -hmm. I'm a Democrat. You, I make my decision based on the matter in front of me. You know, if you want to break it down, we talked about this. What is one of the major things that split Democrats from Republicans? Abortion. <clears throat> okay? Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that for one moment. Mm -hmm. So I have a female Republican here, male Republican mm -hmm. here. I'm going to sit here and debate this issue. It's one of the most divisive things. Now, the Democrats, I think, have overplayed, outplayed the abortion issue. It needs to go away. Yeah. In this matter, here's what I'm saying. I have an issue with this that pro-life people aren't really pro-life people. They are anti-abortion people. Because if you were pro-life, you would be spending more time talking about how to nurture that life once you are forced a mother to have a child. What are you going to do next? I don't care about that. This is the Republican Party. I don't really <laughs> care about that because I'm not going to release money. I'm going to veto money that would take care of programs that would get these children through the lifetime Right. If you have a child that's already born into a situation that that they're not supposed to be born into, they're going to have lifelong fucking challenges. And the Republican Party is doing nothing about that. They just don't want you to have control over your body. They want to save that fetus and they want to kill it on the installment plan by allowing it to be born into a world that it doesn't want to be born into. You're not dedicating enough money, time, and resources to nurture these children. Look at our school system failing. Charter schools were the answer, right, to the failing education system. Let's take money out of public education. Well, they're part of the equation. Put it I into say that charter they're, they're, yeah. schools. But here we have a charter they're school, an and I'm they're like, this, they yeah. are, except when you're taking $100,000 and sending it to Elon Musk, and now you're putting leadership in charter schools like that. Ooh, listen, I listen. I, that's a whole other issue that I would I'm agree. I'm just saying. That's, it's know, rat know, hole, it's rat hole yeah, politics. Yeah, but, but I uh, but I'll tell you this, Dana, to your point a little bit, and Elizabeth, please, you know, mm -hmm. jump in anytime you want. I'll sure. say this. There are, to your point, you and I discussed this before, mm -hmm. <clears throat> if this is the path we're going down, 
And I believe that we have, there's a certain level of moral obligation we have to society as a whole in general. And I, I'm always worried how far we go with it because I'm also a big believer I don't want government involved in everything either. That said, there are a number of Republicans, who, and I just, and I'll tell you this reason why, and without mentioning names, I'll tell you specifically someone who says, who said specifically, hey, <clears throat> I'm voting on this because that's where I'm at. I am pro-life. However, I think we probably need to be start doing more with, you know, looking at the foster care system, adoption, this, that, and the other, and how Absolutely. we can revamp it because there are some issues, some challenges within foster care. But make sure that we have a little bit easier access to the folks who want to go ahead and adopt. To your point, and then like, look, you know, as you know, Elizabeth, she was there when a Speaker Sprouse, you know, donate. Uh, 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 funded another 13 14 million dollars towards um, Medicaid mothers as well to help these kids out you know what I mean and that's it so I'm just my point is I know it's not as much as you want but we're getting there and that's it's where not we're gonna, about what uh, I want it's about what's well, needed I mean it's you, not about what uh, I want it's what's yeah, needed it, to cover the life of the child you know it's a, a terrible generalization to say that we don't care about these kids once they come into the world we do care about them we do want to make the these uh, opportunities for families that you know want these kids there are families out there so, so can you tell me how many a, bills adoption, are currently in a Tallahassee right now that proposes know, these things? Actually, None. We, we've passed several recently to make it easier for, what was it, first responders? Yeah. Where we passed that a couple years ago, yep. trying to, you know, for individuals that are giving back to our community to make it easier for them to be able to adopt. I mean, I'll, I'll interject real quick, Elizabeth. So my boss had a bill, a bill this year was going to not only raise the um, the minimum pay for a, a constitutional officers, but within there, they want to have the ability of of not only uh, providing um, uh, incentive bonuses to hire individuals as well. This all comes from the tax collector's fee, so it's not like it's coming from state dollars. But in, within that was going to allow uh, individuals from the tax collector offices, employees who have an easier time to adopt as well. So my point is it's happening. I'm sorry, Liz, I just need to put that no, out there. No, it's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's <clears throat> we are working on it. I mean, yes, those certain things are not in place yet, but we are working on it. And I would rather see that child go to a good home, and you're right, than be in a home where they're unwanted. But there are children that they never looked at the, op the option of abortion that are in homes that don't want them. There are plenty of those out there. And so you, you can't use that as, as a as a Geiger point there. I'm sorry. I, I just think that uh, that there are plenty of options for individuals to not get pregnant, and um, abortion should be always their can you, last resort. Can you point out to me Republican-led um, programs that teach that in school? No, it's simply don't do it, and that's to me is lacking. So, but you can't talk about it, but don't do it. What, I just, tell me, regale me with, like, set me straight on that. Where are the programs that are approved by the Republican, lead, or let me just say, leadership that teaches kids about responsible abstaining? Are there any in school right now? No, because teachers aren't allowed and counselors aren't allowed and schools aren't allowed to talk about that anymore because of parental rights. Um, well, you have a lot of parents apparently not having that discussion with their kids. And now the, the absence of teachers being actually able to do their job or counselors just set me straight. Tell me mm. where those programs. But, but is it really? Me. But let me ask you. Oh, so Dana, I hear you, and you're right. And I and I and you and I. Where are you going to teach before. them in school? Is traditionally uh, well, where I they think been there's a school I think in, in, on the east side that has a program. It's like this um, journey program where they get you know youth to go, kind of figure out like, hey, this is what it takes to raise a child, a baby. That that is in part put there in place so that way they understand really what it takes to raise a baby. So you start thinking twice about what you're doing already at 16, 17 years old before you're on a path. It's a lot of work. When you go into high school, when you go yeah. into ninth grade, 
you should it should be mandatory if you're going to have to get a license to drive you should have to go through a quarter of taking care of a child of a baby doll uh, you know the, the well, e-babies you I, I just don't have know, to do that i and i hear Boys you on some and of these girls things. i just don't know if it's a school look we already put enough on teachers and i don't know if it's one more thing we, we got to do here's a we put you know what we put stupid shit on teachers and you cannot disagree with me on that point they're tied up so much administratively with all these great ideas coming down about how we're shaping education instead of letting them actually do the jobs that they were trained to do which are these two fostering and shepherding kids into responsible adulthood and in absence of parents that don't do that this is the last stop here and this is what i'm talking about we are not arming the last stop with what they need to do. They need more paperwork. Well, then, then that goes to an even deeper problem we have in our society and our country, which is that, that whole issue there. Now, we're, now we have to sit and rely on teachers to do that. I'm just sitting on where are we at as a country, culturally speaking, where this is, this is the, like, well, we have to do it. The public school has to do it. Like, dude, I don't want public school or charter school or anybody else de doing that. That's my responsibility. I know there's parents that's out fine. there. That's that, fine. That, that's your responsibility. I know you to be a responsible parent. But what about those parents? Yeah. Like, Here's the thing. Like the, the community needs to really start getting back involved in our families' lives. They need to start you know, offering after-school services and things like that. Wait, give stop. Back. Take me there. I yeah. want to go there. How do we fund it? I mean, it was done before. And the know, funding before. was taken away from who? And there wasn't necessarily the funding. The churches were involved. The, the communities were involved. It was A lot of it was privately Here's the thing. funded. So, but municipalities I mean, should be involved because not everybody believes an organized religion. And if you're pushing yeah, this, if I you're pushing that. this country that that's the only option well, we all need a little more fight. jesus in our life come on you <laughs> i mean come on she tells me that every she's there yeah. you need a little more jesus in your no, life but seriously we we <clears throat> the government has stepped in and taken too much control over our everyday lives as it is and the fact of the matter is they've pushed the community out of the way the community needs to step up and say enough is enough and start doing their part again because it's really that community that raises that child so it is and so with that being mentors said, mentorship is key I mean, you get those I kids agree. on the right path. And I mean, that's where we need to be putting the funding. Not, okay, you, you know, if you're going to have sex, because we know you probably are, you know, here's, you know, your options and what you can do to prevent pregnancy. Let, let's, let's just say, hey, here's a distraction. Maybe not go have sex, you know, go, you know, be a part of your community. Go do something positive in your community that can give back. Let's let's start them down that path and distract them with, you know, To your point, you, you are part of Deltona Strong. And I'm not, I'm not advocating for Deltona Strong to do this. I'm just saying that you are part of Deltona Strong where you have individuals in there. And I know these are, look, regardless of how, you know, people view them sometimes, these are people who are just trying to do right by their community, by their city. Mm -hmm. And my point in saying that is that that, I think, is an opportunity where Daltona Strong and other nonprofits can also be there to mentor. If there's going to be a garbage cleanup, get kids involved. As much. You're not going to capture all of them. I'm not saying this is the answer. And I don't think Elizabeth said that either. Where, where do you <clears throat> catch the majority of kids congregated together at one time? School. So, yeah. Well. School. Yeah. And we need to be more supportive of the schools in that role because I that's where you have children in order to spread the message and after school programs we need more to fund more after school programs we can't do it we've had so much money taken back by the so state to your, to your, so Dana, to your point here's what i'll tell you something that they're doing this year and, I, and i'm Who's almost they? certain uh, the tallahassee and i know elizabeth's probably aware more likely aware of this already mm -hmm. 
So for years, and I understand where the correction happened way back when a little bit, right? So obviously our budget is tied up in a bunch of these categoricals. We, we tell the counties, this, the school districts, hey, you can only spend your money this way, this way, this way, and that way, right? And so what happens is if you have extra money in there, there's really not a whole lot you can do. Well, guess what they're doing this year? They're doing away with the categoricals. All right, so that way it gives more flexibility for the school districts. They're gonna, they're gonna. Thank you, back. Shane Story. <laughs> Thank you, Shane. They're gonna, they're gonna remove a lot of those categoricals. So that way they give much more flexibility to the school districts. They're gonna say, okay, guys, we know you've been asking for a long time, and maybe we corrected too much one way. So we're gonna go ahead and dip it back in, and we're gonna give you the opportunity. Because what was happening before is they were going. School boards were going crazy unchecked, spending money on a bunch of nonsense. And the, and the state kind of came in and said, well, well, wait a minute. As they you, always do. Well, I mean, but yeah, but rem yeah, well, but that's their right to do so because everybody knows local government gets their, derives their power from the state. So it, it, when the state feels necessary to... Well, and the other thing they need Dana's to fix... giving me a middle finger all just so you want you to know. <laughs> We're so it, sick. Go ahead. The other thing they need to fix is, okay, so that's fine, but there needs to be accountability because... Yeah. Let's be honest, there's going to be some bad apples in this yes. and they're going to spend money the wrong way. But there also needs to be the fact that they they need to make sure that, you know, they don't just spend money because they have it. Yeah. You know, you give them a million dollars for something and we've got to spend it. We've got to spend it. We got to spend it. No, you don't. If you don't need to spend it, yeah. don't spend it. We'll figure out how to get that money back to you to use for something else. Because that's that's their mentality is, okay, well, we have to spend it on this, and yeah, we need it in three other places, and we don't really need to spend all this money yeah. and waste it, basically. And, and we need to get away from that. We so, need to get away from that mindset. And I'll tell you, so to that point, that's a common theme throughout government in general, right? It's a, in military, mm -hmm. every, everybody does it. It's <laughs> the like largest refund. Because funded Republican <laughs> toy, the military. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Military they spending and wastefulness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasteful <laughs> military spending. I can hardly believe that. Do you enjoy your freedoms? <laughs> no. Okay. I, we, those are being slowly sucked up too by the state. So there you go. Uh, I'll just say that that is a. I, I'm not a big fan of the. Because here's what the challenge is. A lot, a lot of within government do this. They spend the money because they're always worried, if I need it next year, I may not get it back. And I- They'll cut you next year. Yeah, they'll cut yeah. you next year. And that's, that's just a terrible mindset to have. Yeah, it is. I think that if they need it, it should be available to them the following year because one year's budget may not be the next year's. 100%, I understand that. They and lose so, three kids, they fall off whatever that parameter yeah. was. They're losing more than that. Yeah, well, well. I'm just trying, listen, you're, you're asking for some pragmatic, ideas here from two Republicans and we're trying to give it to you a little bit like hey we don't necessarily agree you with that method when she smiles like that I mean she's giving that side eye she's like you motherfucker <laughs> she's in kicking distance I'm sorry yeah <laughs> I'm just listening and learning. Yeah, I know. Learning I know. the the Dow of the Republican <laughs> Party. I, wait, which Republican Party? Because we have like three or four in, in the state of Florida, right? Well, like Scudero told you one time, there's only one legitimate Republican Party. Listen, I... I don't mind Republicans having all a variety of different ideas. I, I'm not a... And I've told you before, I'm not a big fan. I know the folks, some of the folks in REC. I get along with them. I, I'm not a big fan That's of sometimes... Yeah, well, I'm just saying <laughs> that I'm not always the biggest fan of the sometimes things that happen in there. And I think... Who the, who's the Republican uh, leader in Volusia County? Uh, what's uh, Paul uh, Deering, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and look... Is he really? Yeah, well, you know, that, that's according to, you know, the, the folks who voted him in and at the REC. I'll just say this, is that I... Elizabeth, who's the leader? <laughs> who's the party leader, Elizabeth? Uh, it's a leaderless ship, let's just put it that way. <laughs> okay. You should step up. <laughs> oh, God, nobody wants that quagmire. Uh, I'll just say this, is that I, I'm a firm believer that... 
for any new leader of the REC that may be coming up, I implore you all to please make sure you're taking in all ideas from the Republican. I've said this before. When it comes to Republican primaries, I, I, I want it to be open and saying, hey, these four or five candidates, what I want the REC to do is filter out a piece of shit candidate, someone who has like all kinds of issues and problems that they did some research and hey, that person's a bad Republican. Not uh, just, just a bad person. Not just who they, they yeah. want, who their buddy is, yeah, exactly. who No, 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 yeah. 100%. Oh, no, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. that sounds yeah. like a great idea. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wait a minute for a moment, okay? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. We have Elizabeth here. Go ahead. <laughs> fire away. The two of you, fire away. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> I just want to hear about this last election. Mm. What the fuck? Because oh, okay. I'm going to be honest with you, okay? I, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought that Rick Carl had a decent chance against Webster, and I thought that Rick Carl would be running against you. I really thought and that. And I think that was what he was actually scared of. Yeah, I don't think he was scared of Barnaby. He was scared of me, and then he goes Barnaby, and he gets crushed, and there you go. But, um, yeah, so it was interesting. Um, a lot of things, uh, mistruths, lies, straight up lies. Can you straighten some of those out, Elizabeth? Absolutely. Um, I am not red handed. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, you know, my husband uh, and I have a legitimate consulting firm where he represents uh, various clients that he fundraises for, including myself. And, uh, you know, who are you going to go to for your fundraiser but your own husband? Right. There's absolutely nothing uh, ethically wrong, legally wrong, anything wrong with it. And he just rode that one. I don't know. There was what, 30, 30 plus pieces that went out on this. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. It's it was a lot. A lot yeah. And the hilarious part is his own consultant was consulting on his wife's campaign. I know. I know. And, and you know, it's, it's like so hypocritical and you know, it's sad that people believe the lies that, you know, Deltona, they didn't know me. Um, it wasn't, you know, my neck of the woods. I lost by 30 votes and, um, that was, really that was a squeaker. I'll tell you, 30 votes, man. Yeah. I was just like, and, wow. You know, everybody said, well, you could have moved. You could have moved to, another, you know, the new district. And I'm like, no, Deland's my hometown. I want to represent my hometown. That's what I ran on. And that's what I will do. And, you know, when I run again in 2024, which is my plan, um, you know, I will go out there and work my butt off. And, and I will truly represent this area. You know, I can tell you personally. I called his office no less than five times on, uh, to help out a local group that wanted to meet with him. Uh, no call back. Couldn't leave a message. Nobody Was that when answered. Hilda was there? Because no. Hilda, Hilda will call somebody back. Oh, I know Hilda. He's got, you know, some new i got to say, and I'll tell Sharon that, this to his Hilda. face. I'll tell Sharon this to his face. He should have kept Hilda. You know Hilda's a fucking state institution, right? And Deltona loves her, and yeah. she's done great. I, you yeah. know, I, when I was in L.A., I worked with Hilda, and I can tell you she has the constituents' uh, best interests at heart, and uh, losing her was probably a huge detriment for the state. And no. Now, I know she went to go work for somebody else, but uh, ridiculous. Yeah. Just ridiculous. How do you but, get to be in L.A.? Uh, most times it's either who, you know, I'll be honest with you. They don't, they don't normally hire outside a certain sphere. So it's either you're working on campaigns mm -hmm. or sometimes you may know someone and, you know, they go, Hey, I got my, you know, I know someone he's coming out of college. He loved to get in or he or she loved to get in politics mm -hmm. and so forth. And or they're already in, they worked for the past previous, yeah. Hilda had worked for two other yeah. state so previously. If you're not in the circle, 
<laughs> you're not in Tallahassee. Well, I mean, you I mean, they hire from without. I just, it just. Uh, Chase you want people Duncan. around you. You, you want people around you. You, you know, and and Chase had hired Duncan, but Duncan's yeah. kind of in that. So Duncan, what I and so I want to when I say the circle, and I apologize. Let me clarify. No, okay. he doesn't. That's Republican speak. So I fucked. <laughs> this is Republican speak. Yeah, part. yeah. <laughs> I fucked up. We go back. Wait. So what I mean by that is, so for example, like Duncan, Chase hired Duncan. Duncan's been involved in like the, you know, the, the teenage Republicans. He's been mm -hmm. involved in the YRs, the young Republicans as well. Mm -hmm. So my point is, is that when you're involved in like these, you know, Democrat type, you know, clubs and the Senate or Republican clubs, they, you know, that's where they go because they're active and members like to get some, obviously members like to get somebody from their own party. Um, they're like-minded and aligned um, it's philosophically and so forth. And so that circle goes from like being active in party, party politics. What I mean by that is they're not, they're just not gonna you can apply but the reality is is that it's most likely gonna go to people that they that they've heard of before through one person or another or they're in the clubs or like she said they were a former LA or for somebody else mm -hmm. um, along those lines and that's okay. usually how they get hired right. when I went to work for Yuko, I had worked in the process already for like 20 years for lobbyists and different entities and stuff like that I'd you know been in this area for a very long time was born here in Deland and um, she had seen me working on Patterson's races over mm -hmm. the years, yeah. and she wanted to hire me off his race. And I was like, no, I want to get him elected to county council. Then mm -hmm. we'll talk. And literally the week after the campaign, when she was in the Senate, she's like, you know, let's go have breakfast. And, like, by the end of the breakfast, she's like, all right, show up on Monday. I didn't even have a choice. I mean, it was you, cool, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. right. I mean, honestly, but she knew I was a hard worker. She'd seen me out on the campaign trail. She knew I understand the process, and she's like, you know, and I'm pretty sure you can put up with me. So here we go. <laughs> and it was a great, you know, I worked for her for five years. It was a great ride mm -hmm. because she taught me so much about this process. Right. That, you know, I'd already been in for 20 years. So. Right. Yeah, she was a def she was definitely a force to be reckoned with. I can oh, tell you that. Oh, some yeah. days. <laughs> <laughs> she was definitely a force to be reckoned with. So, anyways. Yeah. Rest her heart. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, that's where we're at. Now we have Senator Wright. Yeah, he's, he's Senator, great. He's a good man. I like. I'm a big fan. Of I his. love him. I yeah. sit beside him. I always appropriate him. Yeah. Like when <laughs> I do, when it, when it comes to events in Deltona. Yeah. I always run up. I give him the big hug. Yeah. I take him by the arm and I say, "Come over here and sit, Senator yeah. Wright." And we and, and I get him to sit by me. He is definitely. He is definitely his own person. Uh, and I look, like just, that. I just like two, that. Look, just two weeks ago. I mean, because he has nothing to prove anybody. I mean, obviously, he wants to try and do right by Volusia County or just in his district in general. Mm -hmm which covers that northern portion of Brevard, he wants to do right by his district. And what I'll tell you, he has he has um, got nothing to show anybody. It's just hey, hey, I'm, a, I'm a self-made man. I'm just here to do whatever. Um, so, like, for example, on that um, the union bill that just came up, I mean, he voted against it um, because he just felt like it just wasn't appropriate. You know what I mean? So, hey, look, to my hat's off to him. Like I said, I'm, I'm a fan of Senator Wright. He's a, he's a, he's a good individual. I good am, man, too. So, he's yeah. done some great things for yeah. the military, too. He's yes. not former military, but uh, he's got the heart of that is a veteran. And uh, yep. he's done some amazing things for uh, for our veterans here in Florida. And um, I had lunch with him the other day. He's doing great, you know. He's always looking for that next Mustang, which I, you know, I'm always a little jelly of. Um, but uh, he's doing good things, you know. Yeah. I think it was a, a learning process for him getting into it yeah. because, you know, he had no political experience. He had, yep. he, and he walked into the seat. Let's yep. be honest. Yeah. And um, man, he's uh, he's done a great job. So yeah. I'm happy happy to have served with him, and uh, he's. Yeah, he is the man, and hopefully, eventually, maybe I get his seat. So, oh, well, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Smoking Always truth. Forward. The smoking you heard truth. It on the smoking yeah. truth. Hey, let me ask you something. Do you know Elizabeth? Uh, because Eric, you don't concern yourself with these hmm. female reproductive things. <laughs> oh, Lord. So let me ask you something. 
we have the I diaper <laughs> the diaper exemption mm-hmm. and incontinence, but we don't have tampons or pads. I think that bill's been floating around out there yeah. for a while. Yeah, yeah. I think tax uh, exemption for diapers and incontinent products by Escamani, which is fine. I find yeah, that, Lauren Book Escamani usually does them too. So yeah, yeah Rip Escamani. So yeah, yeah. so I, I'm hoping they put tampons if they're gonna. You know, if you're gonna not pee on yourself, you should probably not bleed on yourself either. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I think that one's floating around. I, I'm just yeah. gonna say that I, one's I out t- there. So what I'll tell you on that one over there. Look, you know, I'm not. I, I don't agree with a lot of Rep. Escamani's politics. What I will tell you though that she's been good at is she usually sits on ways and means. Yep. And she will find a way to kind of talk with the chair and work with the chair. And she's, you know, she's persistent on putting some of these items, getting them in there. If she don't get them the first time up, then she'll go back the second time and she keep pushing. So she's pushing along um, on some I of these I love issues, you, so. Anna. <laughs> Just want to tell you that. I love you. Uh, I love you. A little cringe there. She is a mighty chick, and I love her. Oh, mm. Speaking of which, she saw Carlos Guillermo Smith's uh, file to run for a Senate seat there in mm-hmm. Orlando, so yeah, he, I guess he's coming back. That. Senator Stewart is, I guess, is terming out, and so he's running for the Orlando seat. It's going to be very interesting. Hey, <laughs> if you can lead an insurrection to overthrow the fucking country oh, and still get elected or try to be elected as president, even country. after you've been fucking arrested and <laughs> no. paraded, then God. you can certainly fucking come back as a senator. Uh, I think that that's yeah, the mark. Yeah. That's rich shit there. I don't want to hear anything yeah. about that fucking shit. Uh, yeah. well, you'll have fun with your buddy Don Brevard in the Senate, so there you go. He, whatever. <laughs> I'm just he just, to listen, you. Randy, I'm going to implore you again, as I do pretty much every fucking week. Just come out and tell everybody you love strippers. I'll have so much more respect for you if you would just go ahead and do that. Um, okay. Recall of county officers and commissioners, HB 0131. Recall of county officers and commissioners proposes amendment to the state constitution to authorize legislature to provide by general law for recall of county officers and commissioners. Yeah, because you get your powers from the state. Remember that cities and counties. How about stop paying into the state and let's just keep our own fucking money. Let's do that. Hey, there's recall elections. You know, they're out there. And so, yeah. I mean, if, you, if you're going to do it for one, I, hey, might as well do it from all. So, <sighs> yeah. what's, what, what's, what else is a hot burning issue <laughs> for you for Tallahassee? <laughs> Jesus, fuck. <laughs> Ethics requirements for officers and employees of special tax districts. Yeah. I like how y'all are working that in. <laughs> Whatever. Recall of county. Substance abuse services. Substance abuse services revising application requirements for licensure as a substance abuse service provider requiring the Department of Children and Families to establish. Wait, weren't you involved with this in some way in families to establish by a specified date a mechanism to impose and collect fines for certain violations or revising cred- credentials about um, who God? Who was? Weren't you working no, on that? That wasn't mine. I worked on a couple of mental it, what, health who issues. Who was working? Who was working with Karen Shaw over at, um, you know, where they do the Narcan? I mean, Volusia Recovery mm-hmm. Alliance on getting that waived. Who was working with her? Probably. On uh, what's his face over in the Senate? Mm. Oh, uh, Broder or no? <laughs> well, no, he's got. He's actually he's got a substance abuse bill this uh, this year. Um, uh, <laughs> Ay, ay, ay. Right. Can I get you a comment on that? 
No, I'm just saying. Can I get you to comment on that? No, I know there's As a a responsible media specialist at this moment, Jason Broder's bill, could you comment on that? Wait, I want to get Elizabeth's, but I want to get yours No, 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 no. I'm just saying there's a substance abuse bill out there. The the, the concern is, look, it's it's they're trying to target fentanyl. (laughs) No, 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 no. But the point is is that she You're buying time. No, because because I already know where you're going with the whole thing. That's why. (laughs) Never mind. I just want you to to answer. (laughs) No, it's all good. Don't worry about it. Could you make a comment on Jason Broder? bill where he introduced regarding the bloggers uh, i'm not a look i'm not a big fan of it um i listen there is so for example obviously rep andrade has one version of it but it's not like mm-hmm. senator broders and and uh, alex has another one and i'm actually believe it or not and theoretically speaking i'm a little bit more a fan of alex's version than i am of senator broders however i do get concerned with that slippery slope of you know uh, look you're in politics. It, there's a certain level that comes, as they always say, comes with the territory. And I'm not. I, I hate. We when sign a, up for this. Yeah, I hate when right. people lie, right? And yeah. so obviously, you know, Elizabeth could attest to certain things that, and I see them all the time in mailers that they, man, they're really stretching the, either stretching the truth or just outright lying. And and some people don't have the wherewithal to, to call them out for it. But we have laws but, on the books if they literally slander you, you yeah. can go after them. So I, I don't yeah. see that there's a need for this. Yeah, I don't think so, anybody else does. I mean, has that bill even moved? Has it moved at all? And it, ha- it, ha- it has on both sides. I just don't know where it's going to go at the end of the day. Well, I don't know if Senator Broder's, I think Alex's, Rep. Andrade's bill moved, but I don't know if it's going to go to the yeah. end. I, I, you know, it may be one of those things, as you know, I'm Elizabeth. I'm sure it's getting a lot of support I, from leadership. Yeah, from- I just think it's one of those things where they're just throwing it out there to see what, if it, you know, if it catches fire or not. And if it doesn't, they kind of go, no, 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 we don't want that bill. Yeah. No, I, so, from what I can tell, leadership's not a big fan of yeah. it, and I think he may have uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think gotten that, permission. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, so listen, what happens sometimes, and in, in, you'll see on both sides, Dana, is that, you know, they'll they'll entertain certain bills to come up. They may not go anywhere, but they do as part of an overall conversation. Testing the waters. Testing the waters, see yeah. where things are at. Or is this the right path we want to go down? Can we scale back on it? What are we trying to ultimately trying to achieve here? And mm-hmm. so it comes up one year. It may come up again another year. So, so. basically, <clears throat> people, we're not cutting through the bullshit. We're going to talk about the bullshit, but we're not going to really talk about the bullshit. Well, but that, but yeah, but Dana, but that's sometimes how conversations get started. Look, there are people, and, and Elizabeth can attest to this, you're working on a bill for three, four, five years, and you're trying to get it right because there's so many competing interests involved in this, and you're trying to make everybody as happy as you can. Not everybody's going to be happy, but we know that's the old thing. You're trying to make as many of the stakeholders as happy as possible, yeah. but, and it takes sometimes two, three, four years to get something going. She knows this. I mean, yeah, you know. I mean, financial literacy in our high schools took 10 years. Yes. That's a, that's a, you know, we should have this. Yes, and people, 100% agree. Everybody said we should have this and it took 10 years to get yeah. that passed. So. Okay. I want to talk about this one. I want us to get on the board here. Mm. SBO 540. Oh, that one. <laughs> Local <laughs> government <laughs> comprehensive <laughs> plans. This is where I'm going to tell the state to fuck off. Okay. She ran Local, out of quarters, by the way. I got one more. <laughs> Local government comprehensive plans. Revising the review process for adoption. Comprehensive plans amendments. Providing the prevailing party in a challenge to a plan or plan amendment is entitled to recover attorney fees and costs. Providing that the prevailing party in a challenge to... The compliance of a small-scale development order is entitled to recover attorney's fees and costs. Sorry, I fell asleep there for a minute. (laughs) 
Elizabeth, I've said quite a bit already. I'll let you upon on that a little. Go time ahead. Oh, no, I'm not <laughs> no, I want you to go. I want to be educated. Go Listen, ahead, Elizabeth. I agree with Home Rule. I, I think that you all should have as much rope as you like to hang yourselves with. But, um, I, you know, sometimes the state has to step in and, and the cities continuously step over bounds. And to be honest, the constituents are tired of it. And they come to us and they no, say, they're not. Really? They're really not. Constituents come Constituents to are tired of developers walking all over their fucking cities and coming in and developing the whole city without a plan or they're riding on the back of some old con comprehensive plan that no longer works. We have infrastructure failing in Deltona, okay, that so, we can't afford. Oh, yeah, you're a local official. Yes, you're, I you're am. You're a local elected official. I am. It is your elected position to straighten that out. I can't because the state is threatening me that if I straighten, straighten this out and I step on the toes of a little old developer yeah, that might lose some money, that they're going to come after me. And, and for, for years, all it. we've heard from constituents is that the cities aren't listening to us when we say enough is enough. We're tired of development. We need to have a plan in place and plans aren't being put in place. And then you have this overdevelopment in certain areas. And to be honest, you know, when they're not getting answers locally, they go to the state and then the state but this comes isn't in. Set up. The state is not setting the community up to win. It's setting the developers up to win and to continue to win. The other day, Monday, I can talk about it now. It's a done deal. We had a developer come in mm -hmm. wanting to add <clears throat> to a development and we didn't feel that it was fit. Okay. Okay. It, there's too much there. The traffic study was from 2010. Now, okay. are you going to tell me how much Deltona, go back and look at the numbers, how far De Deltona has developed between now and then. We needed, for that area, it was Howland, mm -hmm. the Howland Boulevard and I-4, that whole area right there. That's a huge area that we've got a lot of development coming in. So you're telling me that you want to enlarge there with a traffic study from 2010. The concurrency, school concurrency is still bullshit. School district submitted and signed something that said, oh, yeah, we're okay with this. When in red, they're over capacity. And they're still using a bullshit methodology to figure that out because they're not including the teacher shortage in that. They're saying we could put a building in, but they're not talking about teacher shortages. Mm -hmm. So when I talk about wanting to change the comp plan to reflect all of that, well, then the developers, now empowered by the state, to say, oh, no, we're going to sue you because you're keeping us from building more shit boxes. That's where I'm at with that. <clears throat> Look, <laughs> it is it is it is a it is a fine. It's a fine a tightrope to walk a little bit between those developers who have uh, certain property rights and and what you all many in city local government are trying to advocate for, whether it be a little bit more development or or scaling back or changing the way development happens. And I think it's just one of those things where. Um, the challenge we're running into today, and let me tell you this right now, <clears throat> in Volusia County specifically, there's a lot of things that's been on the books for years mm -hmm. that are now coming to fruition. And they're so, stupid. Well, I mean, yeah, but these are prior administrations, both Democrat and Republican county officials and North local city government officials who've said, hey, yeah, we want that. Yeah, we want that. Yeah, we want that. And now you're seeing all this 2008. development. 2008. Yeah. I mean, I mean, part of it is 2008. <clears throat> and they approved yeah. a bunch of stuff because everybody was scared that you know, the economy had gone in the crapper and... And basically, people were freaking out that, you know, things weren't going to happen in our area. And they started approving all this stuff. And now it's coming to fruition. That's how long these developments take to happen. So, yeah. And then what's happening is now you get local governments who want to flip the game around. And then states saying, hey, you can't do that. You know, and I know and I know that theoretically or conceptually, I know why 
it's happening. I know why folks like you are advocating because you're seeing all this building coming online right now. And you're like, wait. And I would say focus on moving forward. But a lot of these projects have been on the books for a long time. There's really here's not a whole the thing, lot there, you can do there, about there, it. There, <clears throat> but here's the thing. There is still stuff that you can do. You know, because all the development agreements haven't been written up until this point. There is stuff that cities can do to protect themselves. Yeah. You know, there is um, there's a lot of stuff that that a, that a city can do. But here's what the problem is, too. Commissioners and council people have been threatened with lawsuits by the developer under some bullshit. There was some stuff intimated the other night mm -hmm. that uh, you'll be sorry. But no, we're not. We're empowered to do. Did you know that in our comprehensive plan and the way that it's written and the way that all most of them are always written that. It is the law following all the elements of the comprehensive plan that I could say that doesn't fit the character of the area. And that is substantive evidence right no. there because it's subjective. They left that on the books. It is subjective. And if every commissioner that doesn't want to see a project come in, they simply say it doesn't fit the character of the area. Mm. That is left as being subjective, but it's still competent and quasi-judicial <clears throat> sworn in evidence. <clears throat> That's enough to stop a development legally. So... There are tools, but the thing about it is they're threatened by the developers all the time. And it's, you know, I, I literally cry each and every time I go out LPGA. <clears throat> I was there today. Mm. All of that beautiful, the trees that they raise down and they just flatten the earth out there. It's just, it's, it's, well, I, and I'm, hey, you know what, point? can I just say yeah. something? Jimmy Buffett, <laughs> I used to love you. <laughs> I used to love you and this bullshit, the things that you sang about, you know, the trailer parks, basically, that's a fucking trailer park out there, Margaritaville for bougie well, fuckers. I will say this. And you allow that and endorse yeah. that. So what and I'll say I is, just, that area is so as you know, as there. you know, the, those items were on the books years ago. I understand that. Now that said, I will say that we need consistency here. Cause I remember there was an individual by the name of Greg Gimbert who came up to us and he mm -hmm. wanted to do like off-roading and four wheel and stuff like uh. that. In, in Tiger Bay State Forest in certain areas, right? Mm -hmm. And so I was, you know, at the time I looked at it and kind of go, okay, I mean, there's no real wetland here anymore. I know it was wetland at one point in time, but there's no real wetland here anymore. And it's a bunch of local folks who just want to be able to go back there mm -hmm. and, and ride their, you know, their ATVs and or off-road vehicles and so forth. So to me, it was like, wait a minute, we're not going to let these folks go ahead locally and do something where you can kind of regulate it a little bit, but we're going to allow the pushing further, further into, into basically that whole Tiger Bay State Forest area with all the development. Mm -hmm. Look, I get it 100%. I'm not saying I'm 100% with it because I think we need to be very careful. That said, I want everybody to understand too, yes, that whole area of LPGA, I know it's getting crowded and it's tough because you got LPGA Boulevard, which is only, you know, so wide. The you traffic got the is wonderful. I know. But those are, once again, those are projects, and I know there are people who get criticized for it, but those are projects that have been on the books for years. And so now- Can you say that one more time for me? Those are probably been on the books for years. I know. I listen, Dana. It is what it is. But that's what, those were prior commissions, both Republican and Democrat, who said, hey, yeah, this is great. This is great. This is great. And, you know, it, it, we all where we're at. And so now what's happening is you got folks like the county chair um, on some level, you on some level. I know Mark, you know, Barker's not a fan of some of these things. And everybody's, you know, now kind of raising the, the banner here a little bit. And I understand it. I really do the frustration. But the reality is, I say on a moving forward, worry more about what's happening forward because there's not a whole lot we can do with what's already on the books. Um, I just, to me, just, it's it just not, it's, I don't know if it's time well spent on some of that stuff. People, you know? here's what is being said. Just my opinion. 
on the smoking truth. So anyways, I'm not even going to say what I was going to say. So, <laughs> and I just want to touch on this one thing where <clears throat> local city government stepped in and messed with the developer and they said, all right, we're out. So you realize that Margaritaville was actually supposed to be two phases. Mm-hmm. They only built one phase. Mm-hmm. The second phase was supposed to be uh, Aventura or whatever yeah, that yeah. development oh, is yeah, behind yeah. there. Because, Avalon Park, whatever. Uh, yeah, Avalon yeah. Park. And um, the city, when they went to go do phase two, already set up, planned out, ready to go. They had the property. They basically told Margaritaville, um, yeah, we're going to raise your impact fee that we're going to charge you on this and do this and do that and blah, blah, blah. And Jimmy said, screw you guys. We'll sell the property to somebody that you don't know is going to develop it in this manner or the way that you see fit. And good luck with that. And then, you, you know, I'm sure Avalon Park is just fine. But... Then you get a developer in there that you don't know who you're dealing with. It's an unknown factor. So, mm. you know, in that case, the city <clears> kind of, you know, stepped on their own toes there by uh, by trying to screw over the developer. So, you know, it, it's that kind of thing that, you know, the developer was ready to go. They had money invested and they just walked away. They lost yeah. money. On well, that. to that well, point, Dana, and I, I'll just chime in really quick. Mm-hmm. And so, so I know there are things that you fight for and advocate for, and mm-hmm. I'm and I'm and I'm with you. Even if you and I disagree slightly on some of this stuff, I, I'm with you, and I get it. Um, for me, it's always been about okay. Look, so for Mark Watts comes before you guys all the time, and I think Mark is someone who's trying to legitimately look. He represents his clients. He represents them well. But to me, to Elizabeth's point, it's better to deal with the person you know. Because what's going to happen is these guys, if they get frustrated enough, they'll leave. And somebody else will buy the land. And they and will take sell it, it to whoever. They'll sell it to whoever. And then yeah. you're stuck with the next person who doesn't give a shit. And they will yeah. keep bantering that whole, well, Burt Harris, Burt Harris, and all that stuff. And you guys are like, man, we probably should have just dealt with Mark Watts and his team before. Because mm-hmm. we had better negotiating skill. Better, uh, we had we were able to better negotiate with them You'd already been at the, the time. Table with them. You'd already been at the table with them. already been, exactly. So, Listen, don't, you don't have to sell that to me. I, you know, I adore Mark Watts I know you and what do. he does. He tries to make Volusia a better Volusia. <laughs> yeah. He really does. I think, and, and I think that he encourages responsible building mm. and growth. And that's one of the reasons that, like, I really do wish that they had become our city attorneys. You know, because you know where Fishback and Dominic went, right? They went to the Reedy Creek fiasco. That's what they're doing right now. I told you already that I would, I my personal opinion would have been I would preferred Mark Watts there instead of the current individual that's there. I'm not going to say any more about it because I already ranted on another show about it. Um, just because <clears throat> Mark was there, it's like saying, "Hey, once we're in this financial mess that we should never been in to begin with, mm-hmm. but right, you know, the country's in a financial mess. Who better to unwind it than the individuals who are in there, right? Yeah. And a lot of times, exactly. So if you want, he knows how the sausage is made. Yeah, yeah. You go. Yeah, I know, I know. Okay, <laughs> can we talk about? Yeah, can we talk about Reedy Creek? <laughs> you can go on all day, all day long. <laughs> uh, ay, ay, ay. Uh, Reedy Creek. Uh, listen. I want to do some Let me wait. I'm gonna say. Go, 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 I mean, go. Here, this, this is how it's gonna go. I just want to see, as a Republican, I think that they should do away with all special districts. Thank you very much for telling everybody that. I will say that one more time. They should have. They should done away with all special districts. So the Republicans have been in power for how long now, and why haven't you done anything about it until Ron got his butt hurt? Well, we had. Well, there well, was there was a study. No, 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 there was a study no, that was done under Sprouts. Yeah, I know. 
that they approved to find out, you know. Getting a little red there. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the viability of some of these See, special he dishes. starts, but he I, starts, listen, that's his thing. I listen, if they're pushing a bunch of stuff that are out there today in this current legislature, I'm for it all. I'm like, hey, let's go all the way and let's get rid of special districts. This would have probably alleviated some of the <laughs> he's in. some of the he's bullshit. Going, he's that guy some, that goes some, all in. Some he's of the, he's yeah. gonna ride this shit. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna ride it out. I just think that the special district for Reedy Creek should have been done away with a long time ago. Disney got what they wanted from it. Yes, and I'm gonna say that a hundred sense I don't give a damn. Disney got what they wanted from a long time ago, and they should have done away with Reedy Creek. Um, that said, we are where we're at. We are where we're at, and so you know, um, some are going to complain that you know, look like you're going to complain that like, oh the the, the rack got outdid by the mouse. You know what I mean? And I'll just say, well, to be continued, I guess. The challenge always is you don't want to look petty after a little bit. Um, so, but I think the governor, I think the this. governor's team is going to look at it and say, what the what the BS, you know, bullshit happened over here, yeah. that these guys were able to pull this um, off. And, and, I'm gonna, and, 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 I'm and I'm still take, questioning I'm take, it's legal that listen, what they did. I'm going to take <clears throat> odds ten to one that the governor broke something in his house that night. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say that <laughs> it's on the list. They got that list for the kids. They yeah. just add one more for Ron. Yeah. I, listen, I think that they're not done yet. Uh, I, I would even I would even surmise that what they did the last minute may have been um, somewhat illegal, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> Uh, it's kind of sad we had to do a special uh, special session for that. I don't yeah. listen. I agree with you. I don't think we should have done it. I listen. You should just rip that damn bandit off. They say, "Let Reedy Creek and everybody else get rid of them." I'm I'm, I'm happy. While you're with at that. it, let's uh, let's see about this hospital authority. Yeah, let's do the hospital authority. Another one. That's a complete waste. Uh, I, you know, at one point in time, I did advocate slightly for it, only from the perspective of what are we going to do with these patients. But I've had enough conversation with enough people that I know what we can do with these patients, and the hospital authority is no longer needed. This yep. is what you can do with the patients. Yeah. This is what you can do no, with advocating. No, no, no. This, no. this is what you can no, do. No, because they're going to go, oh, you're pushing them off the cliff, my you grandma are. and grandpa. No, you we're are. not. No. And what you're doing is you're shoving them down. There's a bunch of people. Kind of there's a bunch of people on that board who are trying to run that like an insurance company. Have no clue how to run an insurance company, and there are between. Who? Tell me who they are. Whoever the members current are. I don't. I don't know. I don't keep. Oh, it's a. It's bullshit. Is what it is. That whole board is bullshit. I, I'm so sorry to say. So much <clears throat> lack of accountability yeah. financially with that group. It, it, you. You have no idea no idea and when you ask them what happens nothing you they, get nothing so their, their their accountant or attorney whoever it is little he got questioned by both republican and democrat and he refused to give information on it and they were like well wait a minute these are taxpayer dollars these are not your dollars and he got slammed for it and i'm just going to tell you right now don't be surprised if west Coast hospital already gets on the, on the target of some this was a special auditing committee and he was th there to present in front of them and he did i heard he did a horrible job and i'm just saying hey <laughs> you know mm -hmm. but uh I, there's ways to take care of these folks between the hospitals you got primary clinics that can help take care of some of these folks the hospitals get you know elizabeth knows as well they're the hospital um these hospitals get paid x amount of money or get certain tax breaks in order to help foot the bill for some of these um, folks in the care so and we're they gonna need to step up we're gonna really show them by getting rid of the uh, hospital authority but we ain't doing shit about the insurance so mm. there you go because the insurance lobby up in tallahassee is strong however no 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 but i'm but these people don't normally have insurance the, the reason why they're even i there understand because, that but yeah. that's what i'm saying the root yeah. cause is the insurance company we're not doing shit about that but we're going to punish the know, hospital authority uh, for trying to come because you want me i know you want these medicaid expansion i mean they yeah. don't they don't have any i know you want medicaid expansion i know yeah. i got it that's so. a whole nother that's a whole nother argument for another we day, need another whole hour oh gee where are we at i quit paying yeah. attention to you <laughs> three <laughs> minutes i was going to get into the whole pronoun thing and really get started but forget it 
this point. Well, that's a, for another, Go ahead. Another day. No, I want you to no. you, do your 30 seconds. We no. can do this. Let's no, no, throw no, no, down, no. fucker. No. You're not worthy if you can't throw it down. Come on. Throw it down. Because it, it requires a lot more time. I just, so there's a bill running around Tallahassee that's going to do away with the fact that teachers are recognizing some of these kids with the whole pronoun stuff. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. I've said this many times before. The whole pronoun thing is a complete bullshit, horrendous nonsense, confusing the shit of our kids. And I think it's it's a waste of time. And for some of these people who are pushing this narrative, I honestly believe that some of these people really do legitimately. If you want to fix the problem, let's pour a little bit more money into mental health. I'm with you. Because Absolutely. I think a lot of these folks, a lot of these youth and some of their parents are involved in this shit, I think they got mental problems. That's my personal opinion. So, it's not being mean. mean. I'm money. not trying to be mean. I'm just so, saying. So here's the thing. Go ahead, more Elizabeth, money wanna... for mental health. Come yeah. on. This is ridiculous. And to be honest, I mean, these people are, you know, look at the the um, transgenders in the sports. I think this is the most ridiculous thing ever. Um, we so, got this young rainy girl who was, you know, talking at what, San Francisco, San Fran- yeah, San yeah. Francisco University and was attacked by um, some individuals that did not agree with her. I mean, they're they're getting violent over this, and I, I think it's ridiculous. They don't want to have a civil conversation. About I think it. that's really fucking rich coming from a Republican <laughs> that don't think that Donald fucking Trump did anything wrong on January sixth, uh, and that violence uh, bullshit. But that wasn't violent. This is violent, but that wasn't violent. No, so th- this is it's just gotten it's different, hand. and we're hurting our children. I mean, there are literally children that are now adults who, and went, we've hurt our country with the bullshit Republican Donald Trump rhetoric too. So I mean, we could go around and around about this shit, and that's You're just why on a rant today. Man. That's yeah. what. Oh, no, I that's hate why, that's, why, that's why she wanted me to get it started. That way, get her started. <laughs> that, yeah, that, can, can we talk about Joe Biden giving thirty-five billion dollars to Ukraine, who's uh, supposedly Zelensky is like this great man, and he's a tyrant from before, and go, all Joe. because it pushes against the, the the Russia narrative and Trump and all this other stuff like come on man like it's th- not Joe it's his puppets come yeah. on Joe's not there. I will I will submit to you that there is a certain level of hypocrisy on both sides of the aisle on a number of different issues we can bring up I'm just tr- I'm just trying to tell you beyond certain issues the kids more important because I have kids you have you've raised your own um, your own kids and I'm going to tell you that um, and even just being an adult who just cares about just our youth and growing up right mm-hmm. that there these issues that are coming up, I think in large part, and some of it, ha- a lot of it, I believe there's a correlation with social media as well. They're ruining our, they're ruining our We've kids. We've talked about and they're this. Co- yeah, and they're confusing the shit out of our kids. Yeah. And look, what you do when you get, once you be an adult, hey, when you're an adult, for the most part, I don't care. We're going to continue uh, this yeah. on another, we're going we to have a we're going to have a That's why I told you I wasn't sure if like three minutes. Yeah, yeah, I'd love, to have, I'd love uh, to have her back. Yeah. This is great. We're going to have you back. You Will you I'm come back? Get, I, um, yes, definitely. But uh, we're going to get you those rock'em sock'em, you know, one's blue, one's red. Yeah. We're going to rock'em sock'em. You guys can sit here and go, <laughs> I like that. I like that. Listen, as we're closing out, I want to yeah. bring up something near and dear to my heart. That on May 1st, I will be shaving my head because I'm going to be losing my hair for this new uh, chemo protocol that I'm doing. We've had to step it up. and I'm definitely going to lose my hair. So I'm going to shave my head on May 1. And so we have created a campaign, May 1 More Be Saved, and we'll be selling raffle tickets online and in person. You can buy a $10 raffle ticket. um, to. We're going to draw to see who gets to shave my head in chambers on May the 1st. And um, the proceeds will be going to uh, Florida Cancer Specialist Foundation, Woo-hoo! and they help awesome. they help uh, with underserved uh, men and women with cancer needs for medication, wigs, um, and medical care. Uh, I think at a worthy cause. So I really want to get behind this, and uh, will, I have enlisted the help of uh, Sheriff Michael Chitwood. He will be the honorable proxy barber there. 
Um, if somebody buys a ticket and they can't attend, then you can assign your proxy to Sheriff Chitwood, and and he would do that because for, it's for the place. because it's for the right reason. And I know you're involved, and you're my friend, you're my dear friend. I would, the minute you get that thing set up online, I want to donate because I think it's for the right reason. Can you do me a favor? Yeah. Say the tagline more. That little tagline thing you got was it May? May one more be saved. May That's one awesome. more. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like the the whole May the May the fourth be with you, yeah. you know, whatever the whole <laughs> Star is, Wars deal. I love yeah. it. This is May one. Um, May one more be saved. May one more be saved. Please, folks, if you can, donate some money to help these folks out. People out there in cancer. Cancer is still a massive plague uh, in this country, hurting, affecting a lot of families. And so if you can help donate to, to one more cancer foundation, that's actually doing good work. I actually like donating more to some of these cancer foundations, like the big ones, because so much of the administrative cost goes, mm -hmm. or so much of the cost. This is local. The money they give yeah. is like administrative. So mm -hmm. if you give to like Sloan Kettering, they do great work. In this case, uh, the Florida Cancer Specialist is right here local to yep. us. Yep. Please, folks, donate. And you know that they're involved with me strong also yes right very big fabulous organization they do a great job yeah thank you yep. so we're putting it out there and uh, what i would like to do i talked to og about this but what i would like to do is on the last friday before may the first is we will draw the winner from here okay. and then i'm going to ask og if he will uh if we can release the podcast early on monday and then that way it'll come out and they'll get to see who it is mm -hmm. uh, if they can make plans to attend um if, if they can make yeah. you know plans to attend and um i i, I i'm kind of torn between that and doing it like be wait before then maybe okay. on the friday and then calling them on friday and then releasing it on monday so we have checks and balances so i'm yeah. not running around in the box drawing just somebody yeah, but yeah. but for production's sake Got right it. and getting yep. it out there would like to do that and um i'd like to thank you ahead of time if you donate for the worthy cause um i have a public platform and it is my honor and i think my duty to use it for good and i think this is for a good cause so thank you everybody that's already expressed interest i've already had some donations good uh from the commission meeting the other night and anything that you guys can do to get the word out will be much appreciated definitely so, um elizabeth you're a joy <laughs> always i like sparring with you but you've done a lot of good for our area and uh thank you for the work that you continue to do behind the Definitely. scenes happy to do that it no one knows ways. about that no one knows about yeah um no it's awesome and then please you, come Eric. back no listen i've listen i've known elizabeth for 10 years and i'll just say that you know look whether people always agree or not i know for a fact she is trying to do the right thing and so look folks just um whatever she's gonna do in the future if you feel compelled to uh help her out please and uh, but we definitely would love to have her back on the yep. show absolutely thank you yeah. so yeah. much yeah. this yeah. is a blast you guys are a hoot <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate it listen guys thank you so much for joining us uh this week and every other week tell your friends about it right mm -hmm. Um, and, um, do you have anything else, brother? No, I'm right. good. Happy Easter. Yeah, happy Easter. Happy yeah. Easter. Good Friday today. Yeah, happy yeah, Easter. Friday, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Friday, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotta right. eat our fish. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Listen, guys, just remember in all of the hub above, if it is important to you. It's important to us. Peace. Bye. The Smoking Truth Podcast, its owners and sponsors, take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show host or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of Mike and Mike Productions or the podcast providers and opinions between talk show hosts may differ. It is not our intent to libel, incite, or hurt anyone's feelings. We invite you to write the show's host, Dana McCool, with any feedback or suggestions you have for their shows. These broadcasts are presented and made public as entertainment in the hope that they will be entertaining to the audience.